Hello and welcome to the Fit Girl Club podcast. I'm your host and coach Helen and I'm here to help women lead a healthier and happier lifestyle. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Fit Girl Club podcast. So this week I'm going to be talking everything mindset. This week's episode is titled Attitude is Everything. Now I talk a lot about mindset and about attitude and about positivity and it's something I embody but it's also something I've developed over time. So I'll touch on a bit of like my experience and how it's developed with me and things have happened but most importantly, I do think that it is the backbone of everything that you do in life, not just when it comes to fitness, nutrition. And I touch on this throughout all my podcasts. Everything I talk about, it all comes back to mindset. So I think it's really important that I do a podcast all about it. And I can't believe I haven't actually done one yet. Um, so sit back, relax, enjoy the ride, or pick up your headphones, stick them in your ears, and let's go out and go for a walk and enjoy episode 14 of the Fit Girl Club podcast. So attitude is everything. Those of you that know me, have worked with me, or even if you've just listened to this podcast or see me on social media, will know that I have this like massive positive outlook on life. Some of you may think it's fake, but once you get to know me, you can see I'm so transparent. It's unreal. I am human, I do have my off days, but I have built up such a tough mental resilience with myself, with my attitude, with everything I do, that even if I'm having an off day, I tend to bounce back really quickly. But I also, just a disclaimer with that, I also have stopped over the years doing the things that give me anxiety, that give me that negative mindset, that make me feel down, that make me feel a bit depressed. So I'll touch on that in a minute and I'll touch on my journey and what I've dealt with in the past and different things I've gone through. Just remember when it comes to mindset, attitudes and positive thinking, you are your own person. It is actually up to you. You control your own mind. Now, a disclaimer with that. Yes, I know there are people with serious mental mental health issues out there and things like that. And I'm not saying if that's you, you should seek medical advice. Honestly, there is help out there for you. Um, but when it comes to just like daily life and your attitude, there are loads of things that you can do to improve upon that. And it's something that I've developed over the years. So let's skip back for me. Really, it was when I was living in Australia and I decided to become a PT and I read Brian Keen's book, The Fitness Mindset. So that book, if you haven't touched upon it before, and I've spoke about it before, especially the first episode I ever did about my fitness journey, because it just impacted me so much. And he talks about in it about fitness, about calorie deficit, about weight training, which is what I wanted to learn about. I basically just Googled a book about fitness. And then he jumped onto this mindset bit. And I was like, oh, what is all this stuff? Now, some of the things I want to talk about today, you might think, oh, it's just a load of woo-woo, just like, oh, whatever, Helen. I used to think that as well. And the difference now in my beliefs and how I think, honestly, if I looked back, if if that person five years ago looked at me today, they'd be like, who are you? But the impact it's had on my 
happiness and my mental health just by doing these few things, I will talk about them till the day I die. And if I could just help, say there's a hundred of you listening, if I could just help influence one of you to start doing some of the stuff I do and it helps you be happier, I've, I've done more than enough and I've done my job. So that's why I talk about it so much because it does have a such a profound impact on my life, just working on my mindset and things like that. So in Brian Keane's book, he talks about mindset. I can't actually fully remember what he said. Obviously, I can't just reel off a whole book. I will actually have to read the book again um, just to, you know, go back and reevaluate and see. And it'd be nice to see what's changed since then, since I first read it. But one thing I remember him talking about was this book and he referenced a book and it's called The Power of the Subconscious Mind. So as soon as I finished the fitness mindset, I went straight on and um, I'm actually getting goosebumps talking about this. That's really weird. Um, I went on and downloaded the Kindle version. I had a Kindle at the time. I still have a Kindle, I just don't really use it. Um, of the power of the subconscious mind. Get your words out, Helen. And in that, the book, the synopsis of it, like to break it down, is basically talks about men, uh, about affirmations and about positive mental outlook and um, saying affirmations out loud and you repeat things. And basically, from that book, I wrote down on a piece of paper and put on my mirror, I am strong, toned, healthy and happy. I'm strong, I didn't say toned, I put lean, strong, lean, healthy and happy. I have a successful business in the fitness industry. Now at that time, I didn't even qualify as PT, I still live in Australia, I had to come back to the UK, there was loads of stuff I had to do. But by saying these affirmations, by what you do, by repeating them to yourself every day as if they are in the present moment, as if they've actually already happened, is it puts your mindset to work towards those goals. So when it comes to affirmations and things, you don't just write it down and then sit there and wait for everything to come to you. No, you have to actually go out and do the work. You have to work towards being healthy and happy and lean and strong and all those things that I'm still doing now and creating a fitness business. But by having them in the forefront of your mind, it'll then help you recognize things and move towards those goals quicker than not thinking about them at all. So that's how affirmations work. And I'll come on to those in a bit more time. But that's that's how I started. That's all I used to do, guys. I used to say that every day. I started reading a few more books about fitness, about mindset. But to be honest with you, I didn't really do much else. And then I ended up leaving Australia five months later. I'm just trying to work out when I did it. Ended up backpacking for a month um, before I came back to the UK to qualify as a, a PT, to do my PT course. And whilst I was backpacking, I ended up in Goa. I was meant to be going to Sri Lanka, but unfortunately the bombings happened and so sad. Um, you, but you couldn't travel there. So I went to Goa instead. It was off season. And anyway, that's another story for another day. But I ended up staying at this hostel where I became friends with some of the people living there, the owner. And they all... T- a lot of them talked about like meditation and yoga and mindfulness. And I was just like, no, meditation's not for me. I've got a monkey mind. I'm always on the go. I can't, I, I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't fathom meditation. I tried a little meditation. Um, the owner of the hostel got me to try a little meditation things. And I was just like, no, this isn't for me. And I just brushed it off, brushed it off, brushed it off. And they were like, no, this is why you need to do it to like help you. And I was like, no, no, no. Then just put a pin in that and forget about that for a bit. So then I, yeah, I didn't do much else, came back to UK and then 
I'd qualified as a PT, I was working ridiculous hours, I was running myself ragged in the gym, overtraining, overworking, undersleeping, didn't have a social life, didn't have really much, got a business coach that helped me really work on, she, shout out Nick, she helped me work on the holistic approach of my business and my lifestyle and everything like that. And I was like, oh, what a successful business. She was like, yeah, but what about your, your personal life, your love life, your, your family life, um, your health, your happiness? And I was like, oh. So she made me take a step back and see what was important, which is now, today, what I embody. Two years ago, I just run myself ragged. Um, and this is about mindfulness and about mindset when it comes to your, your lifestyle as well. I thought in order to be successful, I needed to, you know, be working 50 hours a day, have 50 million clients and all that. It's absolute rubbish. I'm happy now with having a few clients, having a bit more free time and enjoying my life if you know what I mean, and it makes me show up better for my clients. But that's a different story. And so she helped me look at the holistic approach. And then she put me on this journey into like spirituality, where I started looking into like meditation and things like that. And it was only on the off chance, I think I wasn't sleeping very well, my anxiety was high. And I, I have suffered quite a lot with anxiety. When I used to drink a lot, obviously looking back now, that did not help. The beer fear is a thing. If you do suffer a lot with anxiety, I'm not saying to stop drinking or anything like that, but it does have a, a profound effect because you're getting the lack of sleep and then it just gives it just gives you all this stress. Um, but I started meditating and I started meditating in October 2019. And I think I've meditated new enough every day since. I do miss days, the odd day. But that's had a massive effect on me just by having that 10 minutes in the mornings when I wake up. And I'll just do 10 minutes of breathing exercises. I do a different meditation to what I used to do before. I started by just doing the Calm app, Daily Calm, 10 minutes a day. And the profound effect it's had on me across the whole of my life just by adding meditation in is crazy i'm less reactive anxiety is near enough gone but there's other things that help with having less anxiety like the fact that i don't drink anymore and i get a good night's sleep um but it all adds up and meditation has helped me just slow down a little bit and take things a little bit instead of just jumping straight in i take a step back and just being a bit more mindful about everything in day-to-day -day life so that's really my journey when it comes to mindfulness, mindset, but there's so much more to it, to what I've become today and how I train, how I eat, how I live. And this is what I teach my girls to do. So I never sit there and dictate to anyone what they should do with their lives. I just give examples and give you the tools. And whenever you work with me, like for example, my shred, Santa shred started yesterday. We did a weekly, planning call and intention setting last night. And I talked a lot about mindfulness and I talked a lot about gratitude practice that I'll come on to in a minute. And um, I just give examples of it. But honestly, the fact that I meditate every day, I'm quite spiritual, very mindful, is completely different to what I was five years ago. So it is a practice, it is something that you can start doing. Um, and it just makes me feel so much happier and better in my life. And I can, I literally now go out for a walk and I'll stop and I'll look at a tree and this sounds so like, woo, hi, hi birds, hi flowers. <laughs> Maybe I am a bit woo woo now, but you just learn to appreciate the little things a lot more. Simple pleasures. Honestly, I'm such a simple mind, simple pleasures, and I'm so happy for it. 
and I'm just literally happy in my life. Gratitude plays a massive part in this. But coming on to you and your wellness goals and your lifestyle, having a positive mindset and the power of positive thinking is unrivaled to anything. The more you practice a positive mindset, the more positive your mindset will be. Now, you're probably thinking, well, how do I change that? And it is just about recognizing. It's about stopping when you have a negative thought and flipping it into a positive thought. So instead of thinking, oh, I can't go and train today. It's too cold. I'm making excuses. You're going to flip that into, I get to train today. And I'm lucky that I get to train today. There's so many ways you can do this. And I could literally talk for an hour about flipping your mindset. But the more you think positively, the more positive you will be. God, that sounds backwards, but it's all just really simple. But it is so true. I and I don't want to name and shame anyone, but I do hang around with, not hang around with, but I do have people in my lives and the, the life, and they'll literally just say something, it'll come out negative. But you don't, you can, there's like with most scenarios, you can say the positive version of it. Is your glass, glass, glass? What's a glass? Glass half full or is it half empty? Mine is definitely half full. And the more you do it, the more positive you become. They do say as well that you are an average of the five people you spend your time with. So if you're surrounded by negative people, they're more likely to drag you down. Now, I'm not saying you can just go up and like leave your husband or your wife or go get a new boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever you do or your family, but you can start mixing with new people, new friends that are positive look at my groups I run, Fit Girl Club, Shred, I refuse to have any like negative chatting there. If someone is having a bad day, you can flip it around and you can help someone. So with positive thinking, that goes hand in hand with a can-do attitude and attitude is everything. So instead of saying you can't do something, start flipping it around and saying you can you can do anything you set your mind to. And all you need to do is try your best. Now, if you turn around to me and said, I can't run a marathon. Yes, you can. But it's just time. I'm not saying you can go run a marathon tomorrow. But in in a year's time, you would be able to. And that's how you'd break down a goal and then set a little target to increase your endurance, your running, your health, your fitness, your nutrition that compounds over time. There's no can in anything. There's only time skills. And it's when you put in this can't do in your head all the time, can't, 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 negative, 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 that was is all you'll ever think. Whereas if you flip that and say, actually, I can do that, I just need more time and work out a plan, the more you tell your mind you can do something, the more you'll be able to do something. I am the world's biggest believer. I, my self-belief is probably a bit too high sometimes. You probably should, I probably shouldn't say that, but I literally like, yeah, I'm going to get this, I'm going to do this, and it's a bit... I make my goals a bit unattainable, but it means I'm always striving to be the best. Sometimes I'll look at some workouts that I'm going to go train at CrossFit and I'm like, oh, that's going to be challenging, but it's not, I can't do it. Nothing's I can't do it. I literally use this example with my dog, for example, (laughs) poor Una. She struggles so much and um, it'll be like, oh, she can't, she can't walk. Well, she, she can't go out for a walk. She will in the future. We're working on it. Change that narrative. Instead of saying, I can't do that, say, I'm working on that. It's not about 
constantly been like, yeah, you can do everything. You're the best at everything. It's about flipping your mindset and flipping your language, change that language, change that narrative to something positive. Now, when it comes to the word failure, I I don't really like the word failure because there is no failure. Failure is feedback. And I've talked about this before. Failure, if if something doesn't work, it's telling you, it's giving you, it's giving you, it's giving you information. That's all it is. So if something doesn't work one day, it just gives you information on something you have to work towards. It's just feedback. There is no, oh, I didn't do that. I'm rubbish. And then that negative self-talk. It's more like that didn't work out quite as I planned. What can I do differently in the future? And as soon as you start having this mindset around things, you will become more successful because instead you start looking at a plan. For example, right? I still cannot do a pull-up, but I will do a pull-up. I always finish with that because it's coming, because I'm working towards it. I need to work a bit harder probably on it because of specific specific things that I know I should be doing more regularly, but it falls by the wayside. Anyway, that's for me to deal with. But when I was doing the CrossFit Open workout in, was it April? Um, I went in that day and I was literally like, I'm going to do a pull-up, I'm going to do a pull-up, I'm going to do a pull-up. Such positive attitude. Got to the bar, just, just couldn't do it. Just... The muscles that need to have more strength just don't have that strength yet um, for my body weight. It's just not there yet. There's no wishing for it sometimes. You can really, really wish it, but sometimes you just don't have the strength for it. So you need to work towards it. But I didn't look at that and go, oh, I'm a failure. I'm useless. Instead, I flipped it and went, well, that didn't work. What I'm going to work on. So I made it a goal for this year. I think it was a goal last year as well to do a pull-up. I've only got less than eight weeks left. Can I do it? Can I? Let's see. But anything that you don't achieve is just feedback. That's all it is. That's all that matters. And you move on from it. And you work from it. Use that as fuel. Sometimes I find, especially if someone doubts me, oh, don't ever doubt me. That is fuel to my fire. That is like throwing petrol on a bonfire. I am on. Um, anyone that's ever doubted me in my life, woo! Actually, I quite enjoy it when someone doubts me because um, it just makes me work harder. But use that opportunity as feedback and move on from it. So when it comes to things like competition as well, one thing that will really help you moving forward is and it's something I've said before, and it's something you've probably heard before, but it is you are your only competition. Looking and comparing yourself to people on Instagram or social media or different people, or, oh, why is so-and-so lost two stone and I've not? Da, 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 da. We all have different lives. We all have different things going on. Sometimes it's really hard. I find myself comparing when I'm feeling a bit meh. And I try and stop myself from it. So this is where your mindfulness comes in, your mindset. It's about seeing those triggers and seeing you get seeing it happening because it does we're all human i'm human you know just because i've got a strong mindset doesn't mean that sometimes i start comparing myself to people i'll be on instagram looking at courtney black's in- instagram i'm like she's so successful and blah, blah, blah. and then i go no wait stop stop comparing yourself to others your story's not the same stay in your own lane mute those people on social media honestly the amount of people that are muted on my social media or unfollow just stop it stop having that on repeat, in your mind, and move on from it, because you're your only competition, you versus yesterday you, as long as you're progressing on your goals, 
that's all that matters and your intentions and pushing yourself to be your best for your health and wellness and happiness that is all that matters so just remember the only competition you have is looking back in the mirror all right it's you so in order to build a more resilient mindset you need to celebrate Yes, this is the fun part. So you need to celebrate and get those quick wins in. So whenever my girls start with me on a shred, I know for a fact what they're thinking. And I, oh, I've got the person in my mind and I love her to bits. She won't mind her name and shame. Um, Laura, who I've known for like, since I, since I qualified, met her in Pure Gym. She's done most of the shred. She's in Fit Girl Club. And she just loves going 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 is balls deep, in, head first, off she goes. And I just literally, I feel like she's a toddler on reins and I'm just pulling those reins back saying, get back here now. Stop going 10 out of 10. Why not go seven or eight out of 10? Now, the reason I say this is not, you're always going to try your best, but just do little things the way you can have quick wins. And then as soon as you have got those wins in, you celebrate them. So whether that's, you've tracked for the first time, you've tracked a full week for the first time on your calories, you've stayed in a calorie deficit for the week, you've hit your protein target, um, you got your steps in today, you went out for a walk, you went out for a walk when you couldn't be bothered, you didn't snooze your alarm, you did a morning meditation, you hit your morning routine, you did some exercise, celebrate those wins every single freaking time and tell everyone about it. I don't give a shit, I'm telling you. This is why groups like Fit Girl Club Shred are really good because we're all in the same mindset we're all in it together and they will celebrate your wins with you so you can literally put in i did this today celebrate so celebrate those wins because then it gives you that little rush of endorphins that you've done a good job everyone likes a little pat on the back give yourself a little sticker give yourself a gold star and then from that they compound over time and then the more you get used to doing these little things the more challenging you can make it you can then go from saying i exercise once a week um, once today or once two or three times make it easy for yourself stop trying to do everything so challenging because the problem is if you try and do it all if you say you're going to exercise seven days out of the week and on the sixth day seventh day you're knackered or something comes up or you've got to work you will then feel like a failure what do I say about failure it's feedback. Your feedback there is, stop saying you're going to work out seven days a week. Instead, say you're going to work out three. Then if you do four, win. If you do three, even better win. So keep it easy. Make it easy on yourself. I can't remember where I first heard this. I think it's Brian Keane again. God, he needs to get some, um, you know, loyalties. Is that what the word is? No, I'm giving him some business here um, for this podcast. But one of the most beneficial things to do, and my goodness, I struggle with this sometimes, and it works for your wellness, your health, your happiness, your lifestyle, your cleaning the house, your, God, I'm trying to think of absolutely everything, your nine to five job, your job, anything you do and everything you do, use this tool and it will help you so much because it is such a high sense of achievement. And it's a saying called eat the frog. And the saying goes that you need to put the hardest thing at the top of the, your to-do list and just get it done. And then everything else after that seems easier. So if you really struggle with exercising and you don't enjoy it that much, but you know you want need to do it, 
side note, find something you enjoy because there are lots of different exercises out there. Or if you know, especially these winter months, getting up in the morning, get your coat on, get your thermals on, get out, get some steps in, tick before breakfast, done, eat the frog, done. And once you've done that, everything else will seem so much easier and you've got that big sense of achievement at the start of the day, tick. Honestly, this is the best tip with any jobs, especially if you've got like administration to do and things like that. Get your hardest job out of the way first. As soon as I started doing this, the rest of the day seems so much easier and it's done. And then you're not worrying about it for the rest of the day. You're not brushing it under the carpet. You've not, then got not to think, oh, I've got to go do this. I've got to go do that. You're like, oh, I've already done it. Win, win, win. Look at me. Honestly, massive productivity hat there because you'll find otherwise you procrastinate over it. Just get, get up, get in, get it done. So something I was talking to my Santa Shred group about last night when we were doing our first weekly call, our weekly setup call, weekly planning call, is this happiness and wellness cycle. And it really, really comes in to absolutely everything you do within fitness, nutrition, steps, exercise, everything, right? Um, I don't know whether I've made this up because I've not actually heard it anywhere, but it does make sense that other people would have said it before. Because think about when you are happier, right? Everything's easier. So when you're in a better mood, it's easier to exercise, even though when you're in a bad mood, you know, exercise has its benefits and make you in a good mood. But to get started, everything is easy when you're happier. When you're happier, you tend to eat better. You know, a lot of people tend to stress eat, tend to eat um, when they're feeling sad, emotional eating. So when you're in a better mood, you tend to be able to stick to your wellness intentions better, right? So think about that cycle, so happiness and wellness. Whereas when you're in, you're sad or in a bad mood or angry or upset, everything gets fallen by the wayside. So the happier you are, the fitter and healthier you should be, yes? So that's why I promote so much positive thinking, not only for feeling good, but it helps you with everything. When you're happier, when you've slept better, when you're not tired, when you're feeling good, you'll tend to make better food choices as well. So this is why I talk to my girls so much about positive thinking, practicing gratitude. And what I mean by practicing gratitude is just thinking of five to 10 things or three things in the morning that you are grateful for. I do this when I do my meditation in the morning, then in the evening, I write down things I'm grateful for. Honestly, some days it's just my dog, um, the sunshine, autumn colors at the moment, a nice walk I went on. So basic, but I'm so grateful. A nice bagel I had, mm, that should be every day. Other days it's like going to see steps. Um, I think it was last Tuesday, I had like, like the best day ever, really good CrossFit session, um, a hug from my mum, seeing my family, a catch-up call with my brother in Australia, speaking to my, or seeing my niece and nephew on video call. There's so many things and it doesn't have to be anything extravagant when it comes to practicing gratitude. And it will, just by getting that practice in, it is actually proven not only in every single self-help book or personal development book I've ever written, not written any, might write one one day, um, ever read, but also when I was doing the Yale course on um, how to be happy, the Yale University course, the psychology course, um, the psychology of happiness or whatever it was called, gratitude was the underlying thing with that. 
the more grateful we are, the more we think about gratitude and the more we practice gratitude, the happier we'll be. So that is why I harp on so much about gratitude with my girls. And I, if you take one thing from this podcast, honestly, just start doing it. I have a little notebook by my bed. It used to be a bit of a diary, dear diary. Oh God. I'm never going to read it again. Um, maybe in a few years, but every day I write down at least three things. Most days it's just three or four or five things. One day I filled the whole page the other day. And just by even practicing gratitude, you could feel more happier. You will. I'm not saying could actually, because you will. It does work. And and it's about being grateful for the little things. Some people are like, I've got nothing to be grateful for. Everyone's got something to be grateful for. There's a lot worse things happening in the world. And you have to just think sometimes about the minute things and people that are worse off than you, which is sad to think of, but you, that's why you need to be grateful for what you've got and grateful for the little things and the simple pleasures. And with that, you'll be happier. And by being happier, let's go back to that happy happiness wellness cycle, you'll bake, bake, you might bake, you'll make more mindful food choices and you'll be more inclined to go exercise, get your steps in because you'll have that more positive, cheery outlook. So when it comes to mindset as well, I think what's really important when it comes to wellness, diet, exercise, nutrition, all that stuff, fitness, you've got to challenge yourselves and you've got to push your boundaries. You're never going to improve if you don't push it, if you don't challenge yourselves to do the, the hard stuff. It's so easy to get up every day and do the things that have become easy in your life. So I'll say this to the girls again, and I'm on repeat today, but this is literally the stuff I was saying in the Santa Shred group last night. Most of the girls that are in the Shred group have worked with me before, so they know about tracking, they know about the calories. So now it's time to like up it a gear, up it a level and challenge yourself and add something new into your routine that's going to be a bit harder. But if you don't push yourself, you're never going to achieve it. It's like with gaining muscle. If you don't progressively overload, you're never going to gain muscle. You're always going to be stuck in the same place. And doing the hard stuff and pushing yourself mentally is what's going to give your mindset that resilience. I recently just finished Ross, Ross Edgerly's book about... Um, it's called The Art of Resilience. It's a really good book, actually. He is an outstanding person, an outstanding human being. Really inspirational. Like, wow, he swam around Great Britain and <laughs> freaking hell. Like, how he did it. Even now, if after reading his book, I'm like, how do you still do that? Because he talks about resilience in it. But that mindset is like, wow. But then you have to think, if someone can do that, you can literally go out and get your steps in, do that exercise, do that thing that you find challenging, push yourself to do it, push yourself a bit because when you push yourself and you achieve things, when you do the hard stuff, that's when you get the higher sense of achievement. That's when you look back and go, I can't believe I just did that. For example, my mum last year coming and doing the Yorkshire Three Peaks with us. Apart from the fact that I had to carry a backpack because she blooming packed so much carrot cake for everyone and it was too heavy. She actually did it and I was so proud of her. And I think she still looks back and goes, wow, I did that. She pushed herself to do that. And I don't know if she, you know, she trained really well for it. And I don't know if she's, if she, she's not a negative mindset person. She's got a positive outlook, but I don't know if she thought she could do it because it was a challenge, but she did it. And now she's got the mental resilience for it. So you've got to push yourself, guys. You've got to push yourself 
out of your comfort zone every now and again. I'm not saying every day, go try and run a marathon, but once in a while, set yourself a little challenge, something to work towards, and then take have that sense of achievement because you'll more than likely do it. And if you don't, it's feedback and it's something to work from in the future. So let's challenge yourselves and do something that's a bit tough, but that'll give you such a high sense of achievement. Now, one thing to help with a mindset is to have no expectations. And I use this in a looser term because obviously you can have expectations of what you want to achieve, but I really think of having expectations and putting pressure on yourself, especially when it comes to fat loss, weight loss, things like that. And you're like, oh, I'm going to do this and this and that. Instead of having expectations that you're going to lose two stone or you're going to run a 10K or anything like that, Instead, why not just enjoy the process and have the process to it and then just see what happens at the end? I think sometimes we put too much pressure on ourselves with expectations. So there is a lot you can do by having your daily routine, working towards your intentions, but not putting too much pressure on yourself with expectations. And you just need to try your best. That's all we really expect. As long as you try your best, then it doesn't matter. So get up each day, try your best as much as you can, try and have a positive mindset about it, push yourself to do the hard stuff and never give up. And always remember that tomorrow is a new day. That sounds so cliche, but it is. If you try your best today, it's not worked, everything's gone to shit. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this. I think I get away with swearing on this podcast. Um, I say that now and I'll get booming banned or something, but try your best. It might not work every day. Tomorrow's a new day move on and stay positive. And honestly, trust me, everything will seem better. Your happiness will be better if you have this positive mindset and then everything just falls into place with it as well. So mindset is everything, attitude is everything. Go get it girls and guys that are listening and have a great week. I hope you enjoyed the Fit Girl Club podcast. For more information on how Helen can help you, have a look at www.helensuttonpt.co.uk. Have a great day.